are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Faith is a substance of things. It is the seed of the things that you desire. It is also the seed of things you don't desire. Now let me explain that, because when we talk about fear and faith, you're talking about, see, faith is the positive toward God and His Word. Fear is actually faith in the devil. It's faith in reverse. Now you need to get a hold of that. Because many times... People fear because of what they said. Proverbs says, man shall have joy by the words of his mouth. That's the reason some people don't have any joy. Check up on your mouth. See, (laughs) the problem, the problem may be one inch below your nose. (laughs) Very possible. So, you see, what we say determines what we believe. Now, hold your place there. We're going to come back to Hebrews 11th chapter, but go to 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says in verse 13. He says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. Now, see, he's quoting an Old Testament scripture from Psalms 116, verse 10. But he says, we also believe and therefore speak. In other words, he said, I've read this in the Old Covenant, but I'm saying it now. We also believe and therefore speak. So what you believe, you speak. And what you speak, you'll believe. Because faith cometh by hearing. And hearing, and hearing, and hearing. We believe and therefore speak. Now somebody said, I'm afraid that such and such is going to happen. Well, that means that you believe it is. See, check up on some of the things you've been saying. The devil has used our vocabulary to hold us in bondage. The devil's an illegal alien to this planet. He has no power and authority over you as a believer. You're the one with the physical flesh, blood, and bone body on this planet. Satan has no physical flesh, blood, and bone body. He's an illegal alien to this planet. You have authority on the earth, but if he can get you speaking the negative things against the word of God, then he can operate on your words and hold you in bondage and fear. Isaiah said, Thou shalt be far from oppression. In chapter 54, he said, Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. Fear brings oppression. And the things that we speak can either produce and bring fear or faith. Now that's what happened to the children of Israel on their journey to the promised land. They believed the ten spies that had grasshopper vision. Well, they did. They saw themselves as grasshoppers. But thank God for Joshua and Caleb. They said we're well able to possess the land. Now they all saw the same thing. God said the ten spies brought back an evil report. Now why did God consider that an evil report? Because it contradicted what God said. Now you know what they reported? What they saw, what they felt, and what they heard. Now that's not always an evil report. Only if it disagrees with what God said. So you see, 
check up on yourself. What did God say about you? Well, he said, you're like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That your leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever you do will prosper. But what did you say? Somebody said, well, everything I do doesn't work out right. You need to repent. Well, it may look like all hell broke loose and nothing working right, but say what God said about it. It'll cause faith to come. Now, notice here that the Apostle Paul comes on down verse 17 and says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory, while, and may I add only while, we look not at things that are seen, but at things that are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, the things which are not seen are eternal. Now listen to this. He said, The light affliction, the afflictions that come to us, worketh for us an eternal value. Now that's the first cap 7-8 translation. A far more eternal weight of glory I call an eternal value while you look not at things that are seen. Now if you're looking at things that are seen, it won't work an eternal value in you. If you're looking at things that are seen, you're going to get in fear, most likely, in unbelief. But he said, look at the thing that is unseen. There's only one way that you can do that, and that's through the eye of faith. Through spiritual perception based on God's Word. See, if you're going to analyze the 6 and 10 o'clock news, analyze it in the light of the Word of God. If you're going to analyze the Bible in the light of the 6 and 10 o'clock news, you're in trouble now. But you see, I can watch the news and it just rolls off me like water off a duck's back because I know what God said. Thank God for the Word of God. It causes faith to come. But now there comes a time that when you're believing God for certain things, you may have to turn that newscast off. Somebody said, well, all I do is just watch the news. That's the worst part. Somebody said there's three reasons for depression in America and depression in the lives of people. NBC, ABC, and CBS. (laughs) Now, I don't think they planned it that way, but you see, the world seeks after bad news. That's the reason they're giving them the bad news. That's what they're demanding. But thank God for the good news. The gospel is good news. Now, he said it'll work an eternal value in you while you look not at things that are seen. In other words, while you're walking by faith, it'll work an eternal value in you. You look at the thing that's not seen. I mean, you just got laid off your job. You don't know how you're going to pay the rent. You're going to have to look at the unseen. If you look at the seen, you're going to get in fear and doubt and unbelief and oppression's coming. But you go back to the Word of God. And see what God said about it. He said, if you give, it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? And if you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. And if you give cheerfully, my God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you having all sufficiency, all sufficiency, all sufficiency of all things may abound to every good work. Somebody said, well, it sure doesn't look like it. That's why you have to look at the unseen. You do it by the eye of faith. Now, see, if you're not speaking God's word and quoting God's words, you're going to lose that image of what God said. See, faith works in the heart. You have to get it in the heart. While we look not at things that are seen, but things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal. You know what temporal means? 
it means it's subject to change. If you can see it, taste it, smell it, if it's in the five senses realm, you can take the word of God, your faith, and change it. You can change it. It's temporal. But the things that are unseen are eternal. That's why it says, through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God. Wasn't made out of things that you could see, is made out of eternal force of faith. The eternal force of faith. Now here's the way God did it. God stood there in the beginning. You can read it in Genesis, the first chapter. He looked out and he saw darkness. Darkness covered the earth. God said, light. See, if there had been some folks I know there, they'd have said, God, you can't say that because it's dark out there. <laughs> now, wouldn't that have been a deal if God looked out there and said, whoa, it's dark out there. I don't believe it'll ever get light. See, he was looking at the unseen. He called the thing that he wanted manifest. Faith is a substance of things. Now, let me show you how God created this universe. He created it with words. Faith filled words. Well, now somebody said, well, I can understand that. But you see, uh, that was God. Well, have you ever read the first chapter of Genesis? God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them have dominion. How was them going to have dominions the same way that him had dominion? <laughs> Through words, faith-filled words, you see. He was capable of operating in the God kind of faith. So you see that God created man with the capability of operating on the same level of faith with God. It had to be because Jesus said in Mark's gospel, in two or three occasions, he said, all things are possible with God. Well, I'm with God. Then he said, all things are possible to him that believeth. Well, I'm one of the hymns that believeth. What about you? So if all things are possible with God, and all things are possible to him that believeth, then him that believeth is able to believe like God believeth. Isn't that right? That's what Jesus said. Now, when you get into the second chapter of Genesis, you find how God created man. He says he formed him out of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Now, that was the breath of God, wasn't it? So if it was the breath of God, it was the Spirit of God. The Amplified says he breathed into him the Spirit of life. So the Spirit of life was the Spirit of God that went into Adam. So Adam became a duplication of God himself. Now, some people have trouble with that, but in this light I'm saying that. He became an exact duplication of God's kind. What kind was God? God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Man was created a spirit being. God made him a body out of the dust of the ground, but he breathed the Spirit of God into him, and that is the real man, the spirit man. That's what I mean when I say that he became an exact duplication of God's kind. That didn't mean that he was God. Can you understand that? So the creation was the spirit man and not the body. He made the body, but he created the spirit with his breath. He breathed it into him. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, all of this week we have CD offer number 7113. It's entitled Faith as a Seed. It's a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, when it comes to using your faith, you use faith like you would use a seed. Well, what do you do with a seed? Well, you just plant it. 
That's what a seed is good for. If you only had one seed, it would only be good for planting. And if you're smart enough to plant it, it will eventually produce enough wheat, you know, to feed the whole town. But if you don't plant it, it won't produce anything. Now, in the Luke, the 17th chapter, Jesus said to the disciples, when they asked him to give them more faith, he said, if you had faith as a mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, notice what he said. Didn't say it obey God. Didn't say it prayed to God about it. In other words, an inanimate object that was in their path said, you would say, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, you understand, he's talking about obstacles that's in your path. It might be financial, might be physical. Say to it, you're removed. You'll never hinder me again as long as I live. Now, he's telling you that if you had faith as a mustard seed. Now, the word mustard is important because a mustard plant is a plant that you cannot hybrid. It will be mustard no matter what you do to it. You cannot crossbreed it with any other plant. It will not hybrid. It will be mustard. Now, you need to understand that. He's saying if you have faith, it won't change. You'll be willing to say what's going to happen and because you release your faith in words. Oh, well, I need to preach it here, but I don't have time. Faith is a seed. 7113 is the offer number for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.